Chapter One Mary Catherine I was milking the cows when the prisoners arrived. It was just after sunrise on a bright September morning, and I was still sleepy. Mama used to brew coffee every morning, and its rich aroma was my signal to roll out of bed, dress, and steal a few minutes with her before we set to our chores. But coffee had been rationed three months earlier, and the scent of morning was gone. Mama did manage to snag some postum in town, but it wasn't the same, and I'd begun sleeping through dawn. Now Mama had to yell up the stairs, Mary Catherine, get your hiney out of bed. Our post-dawn talks had changed too, although the lack of coffee had nothing to do with that. I'd turned 18 six months earlier, and Mama started treating me more like an adult. It was about time. Sometimes she'd tell me all the gossip she picked up in town, and we'd giggle or sympathize, depending on whether we liked the people involved. Mostly, though, she'd share her fears about the war, the crops, and Dad coming home safely. The war had stolen the last traces of my childhood. I was a woman now, but for three years, since I was 15, I'd spent most of my time away from school, laboring on the farm. Before the war, Mama milked the cows and I fed the chickens. But when Dad was drafted, we all moved up a notch. Mama drove the tractor and I milked the cows. My nine-year-old brother Harley fed the chickens, my old job. Seven-year-old Leanne fed the cats. That morning, I trudged off to the barn to milk Gretel and Rosie. I'd started on Gretel when I heard a loud honk and the screech of brakes in need of a lube job. Rosie could wait. I hurried out of the barn. Reinhard We jounced along a country road somewhere north of Chicago, ten of us shackled together with leg irons. The others didn't appear to mind, but I was humiliated. Of course, that was precisely what the Americans wanted. I still found it difficult to believe we had been captured. One day we were the 21st Panzer Division fighting with Field Marshal Rommel in Tunisia, the next we were chained like dogs. The blasted Italians and French damned them to hell. The Italians strutted around like fat chickens, and the French had proven to be, well, <laughs> French. Sniffing out the situation, then weaseling their way into the most advantageous position. They proved their duplicity when their damnable Vichy troops switched sides to fight with the free French forces. The Führer rightly retaliated and expanded our occupation to the whole of France, not just the north. The truck slowed. We made a sharp turn and bumped down a dirt path studded with stones. On one side was an apple orchard, on the other, I learned later, a field of soybeans. It was early fall, and we were there to help with a harvest for a week or two. At the end of the path, in front of a small white clapboard farmhouse with sagging eaves, stood a family. No husband or father, he was no doubt in the military, perhaps already dead. The farm wife stood arms crossed, a haggard and worried frown on her face. Behind her was a young woman peeking over her shoulder with a curious gaze, like we were the circus coming to town. Clinging to their mother's apron strings, two wide-eyed children stared as if we were evil trolls from one of the Grimm's fairy tales. <laughs>